Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast. I am one of your hosts, Jay, also known as Night Swan. With me, as always, we have Austin Filtercord. What's up? As well, Johnny Riot, which is just Johnny Riot. I got you there. <laughs> Cheater. And Brian, otherwise known as Major Potty. Howdy. All right. Figured we'd drop the monikers this week. Um, maybe yeah, so my home forward. address is uh, 131421 <laughs> Springfield Lane. That's a lot of numbers, but okay. Yeah, it's a shitload of numbers. <laughs> it's a, a very populated I, area. I live at 26459. I'm not sure seven, if that actually that sequence 26 Niner. Uh, seven K. Did he yeah. have a did he have a Bravo in there? Was there a Niner? <laughs> you say nine. Ridiculous. You say nine. Uh, but we do have quite a big show, honestly. Um, last week, if you guys listened to last week's show, of course we appreciate that. But uh, we really um, dug into what we were thinking was going down with E3. Capped it off with pretty much some breaking news of watching uh, probably one of the bigger announcements of E3. Yeah. By the time um, you guys heard it, if you weren't live, it didn't matter. It wasn't really right. <laughs> a yeah. deal breaker. but Yeah. Um, but yeah, some good stuff. We'll kind of dig into everything here. Uh, but first, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff there. Chat with us on the daily. We appreciate those likes, comments, and shares as well over on Twitter at Inc. So you know we go live and do jump just like this. Um, before we jump into the weekly news, check out uh, the Epic Freebies. Always giving out some good stuff. This week we got uh, Hell is Other Demons and Overcooked 2. Looks like uh, coming up we'll have Horizon, uh, Chase Turbo, and Sonic Mania, which is pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now that we have all of the pleasantries out of the way, um, why don't we go ahead and... I'm not a tree. Um, Why don't we jump into the news? Um... Yeah, the first the first article, the first thing that we have to talk about, not really too big of a deal, just something that it, it honestly probably would have been huge news if this week wasn't so heavy. Um, right. But Cyberpunk has finally been relisted on the PlayStation Store. Um, that morning I did some testing. I checked it on the app, the mobile web browser, and it was not to be found. You, you search Cyberpunk and it's missing, but loaded up the PlayStation PS5 specifically typed in Cyberpunk. There it was. It has a just announced um, thing next to it for some reason where the price should go and a little lock over it. Um, I hear they're supposed to be moving forward with um, uh, like unlocking that here in the coming weeks. So, yep. you know, we'll see. Um, I feel like there's probably going to be a disclaimer on it still from I Sony. F- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saying, uh, like, don't buy this unless you're sure you want it. Fair warning. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting second shot, uh, second chance at this because people fully like. I was even chatting with someone this week that's like, you know, when that came out, I played it. It was really buggy. I got a refund, but the game still exists for me. I can still play it. Not yeah. that I have, but I can still play it. Yeah, it was um, really chaotic. Um, you could tell that it was not like, you know, it was it was kind of a, you know, live updating thing that was like okay we're not really sure what we're doing here we're not sure what's going on just like force it through yeah and you know on a side note like i played through it had a tough time in japantown Mm -hmm. um 
but everything else was completely fine pretty much bug free like a like outside of you know like those small like open world things that you kind of expect from games i had a pretty like unremarkable experience aside from weird weird question though have any of you guys looked at it does it because looking at this screenshot's hard to tell um all the other games around it say ps4 does this cyberpunk have a not. label it's not the next gen it's just the re-release of the current gen right. yeah or, well well even even old yeah. games like just ps4 games still say ps4 to let you know what you're getting oh okay um, so yeah. you're talking about but there's just no moniker there for it yeah there's right. there's no little um differentiator so that's that's neat um, uh, I did hear that with this recent update, uh, it has pretty much killed all of the like they, they've optimized it. But I wonder if it was too much work to optimize the um, items in the game at this point. I feel like they probably just fixed some of the lighting, and it, it was confirmed that they've removed almost all of the foot traffic. Mm-hmm. So ton- the cars that were driving around crashing into shit um pretty much all gone and most of the the people walking around which if you go into some of those boroughs in japantown where there's like stalls and stuff it was packed with people and that was definitely a big problem which sucks because that was also part of the realism on it right so I, i wonder if that is something that they're like we have to do this for PS4, and then I wonder if the like current now current gen stuff mm-hmm. will you know we'll see that like differ. So I don't know something that you know just quick to keep an eye on um, if you are still interested. You know, be be cautious. You know, do do your research. I still think it's a fantastic game. Not everyone does. Um, so you know, teach them. Yeah. All right, so we do have a lot of um, heavy big news this week. Why don't we just jump right into uh, the... <laughs> right into the end of last week's episode. Pretty right. much. It Pretty actually much. Butts, butts up perfect because um, going into the Bethesda, the Microsoft Bethesda E3 show, um, it started with uh, God Howard popping out on stage saying, Hey, what up? Um, it's me, your boy, and here's Starfield. Um, and it's and it's the same thing we watched um, during um, the live stream of last week's episode. It might have yeah. sounded sound a little weird because it was really unplanned at the last in last week's episode uh, on mm-hmm. the podcast. But we did try to explain what we were seeing after we had had a chance to see it there for the first time. Um, pretty cool. Uh, it, was neat. it was at least something to let us know that, you know, it exists. It was their way of yeah. giving us a release date, which was the most important thing. Yeah, don't hang on to that release date by any means. Um, yep. I, I mean, hang on to that time frame because it's, I, I, I would imagine if it's not that week of next, of 2022, it's going to be that week of 2023. Um, yeah. This will be a November release. All of their big games are November releases now. I see, and I, internally, I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge fan of you know that idea of them saying, "Hey, all of our games are releasing on." It'll, they'll always release on like eleven eleven, you know. I'm like, you should have left that to be kind of a elder scroll sacred. Yeah, yeah. And it's just. I think specific. it's just their thing now. Is that week of the year? It's it's always right. that like um like, uh, like they're trying 10, to establish 11, it 14th, as like. 
this is around the that, that second week. week. It's always that second week of the yeah. of November for them, and mm-hmm. it works because it always gets them those massive sales. It helps drive sales on consoles and stuff through Black Friday and through the rest of the holiday, and then it makes their game one of the biggest holiday purchases out there for the people that are getting it. So yeah. it, it always works for them it. very well. Um, but yeah, we watched this trailer last week. Um, it didn't really show a lot. Um, of course, it didn't take long for people to frame by frame destroy the entire thing. <laughs> just to show <laughs> yeah. us some uh, little possible <laughs> Easter eggs. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, some good stuff in there. Just kind of pointing at like where the next Elder Scrolls taking place and, and stuff like that. But just looking at it as a whole, it looks good. I... I kind of expected it to look better from that first shot. Honestly, with what it is right now, I'm not expecting a lot more. I feel like that sandwich could have been better. Um, <laughs> I bet it's it was little tasty, things. Though. It's little things here and there I'm not a fan of. For the Real most part, I don't like this. Um, this does make it. sense. Everything has that like almost faded and worn look to it because you don't know how long stuff's been in that ship. So um, yeah. it is neat. Yeah. It's cool to see those gigantic environments, but. You know, we got a long, we have a long ways to go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Todd was saying, hey, the game is about hope. Um, it is the first game to be created on Bethesda's Creation Engine 2, um, which obviously is a much heavier engine than the original creation. Um, and it was described as Skyrim in space and a Han Solo simulator. Um, I, and I, I feel like we kind of called Skyrim in space when we were talking on yeah. previous shows where we were like, it's just going to be that, but like instead of towns, it's going to be planets. Essentially, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, I, I can't wait Ooh. to see actual gameplay. That's going to be... Um, I, I, I feel like weirdly, make or break. I think for me... It sounds like, like it might... <laughs> I think for me, this is going to be a definite day one for me because this is playing up to a lot of my interests. I... Um, and just yeah for you for sure yeah <laughs> i mean my whole background was learning trying to get into the space program and stuff like that and that didn't quite work out but um i i like this particular theme over um fallout i will i'll say this like i i've enjoyed the fallout games but i'm not a big post-apocalyptic person myself and so i'm kind of glad that their next their next new thing is kind of like space and as you mentioned it's like hope is kind of the thing for it and that really kind of plays to me because i would love to see what they uh do with that those kind of themes with the style of game that they're counter argument though this could still be a post-apocalyptic game oh why we're not on earth well sure i mean a lot of trying to get into space is well we're probably going to screw up our own home (laughs) planet so we need to find some place else that we can screw up yeah, and 90% of games that take place in space are, yeah, we fucked up, we need to get out of here. Yeah. And yeah, it's true. Yeah, the, the, and one of the theories is like, hey, all these are connected. You know, they're mm-hmm. just set in different time, like, uh, different, like, time periods. Basically. <laughs> um, well, that big, that big so, theory about the, the little Easter egg that's hidden in here that may be um, a, a, an Elder Scrolls um, Easter egg yeah. is probably yeah. one of the most, just, um, contributing to that um, just to kind of jump out of the loop and, and mention it to get it out of the way there's at one point a a shot from the side of one of the computer panels like in the cockpit and there's a little etching next to a bolt housing on it 
that is an, an it looks like islands it looks like an actual mm-hmm. continent from what is the continent the Elder Scrolls world from Elder Scrolls um, Tamriel what's the main one Tamriel is the continent um, it's like the oh wait the, no it's almost like Earth Earth has a it's not Earth it has a Earth name. is Nern Nern is, is the this? name of the world Tamriel is the okay, name so of the continent Nern. because I think there's two other continents that the game's yeah. only barely mentioned in some like the side lore books that you can find yeah some yeah, of the so I, early stuff I know I we did a lot that, of research into it, but I don't yeah, I think that uh, let me let me double check this, but I'm pretty sure um, reveals Elder Scrolls Six. I'm pretty sure it was uh, Hammerfell. Yeah, Hammerfell and uh, probably like um, um, it is. The etching looks a lot like High Rock from High Rock, uh, Rock. Uh, from Iliac Bay, an area in Hammerfell, which is where the Elder Scrolls Six yeah. is rumored to take place. And they'll probably include in like Orsinium, which is where like the orcs are from, because it's supposed to be like in that in between area of High Rock and Daggerfall. Yeah, and it really, really does look like it. So give us Black Marsh, you fucking cowards! <laughs> Literally, <laughs> do justice for the Argonians. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done being nice. Like. <laughs> But you you ever read the stuff for Black Marsh and just like how messed up of a swamp it is? Like they have yes, like the the tubes of like vegetation that they can just kind of like Futurama style go from one place to another. <laughs> yeah, the the place the place is wild, and I, I, we've touched on it. I think like most of the stuff that I saw that we had um, there that that I had previously used in. Um, the Elder Scroll Online Guild that, that I had created, I found most of that stuff was in, um, like, Arena. Like, they had just... I, I think you actually get to step foot in that area. I can't remember if it's Arena. I think you're right. I think Arena, ha- you're able to go to at least one place in each of those locations. And then, like, yeah. the second one is just Daggerfall, I think. Just Daggerfall, yeah. But it's cool. Um... I don't know. There's a lot to see here. Um, of course, lots of uh, a lot of theories. I I can't wait to see that. Um, I, I'm I'm hoping that space travel. I'm really hoping something in the like akin to like No Man's Sky, where you mm-hmm. can like land and then take off. Even if you land and it goes to a specific port, um, like you have to like it always comes in. At, no matter where you hit the planet from, it always comes in kind of in the same spot. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I can see that. I can see them wanting to go after that ambition of being able to actually fly and not just uh, Destiny style. Like, well, you're going from planet to planet. Here's a load screen where you can move your ship around a little bit. That's what I'm expecting now. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm expecting that Destiny style of like, well, I know that's what this is what you wanted, but this is what you're getting. Yeah. Do you, do you um, really think that Bethesda would be capable of? you free flying around the galaxy no man's sky style um no. while having the worlds that they try to build when the world that they try to build are barely able to be held together by duct tape coating well well I what mean, the- it, they are kind of reducing the amount of, i mean it's it's not going to be um almost like more area i think of it kind of like uh, you know traveling from place to place i don't expect there to be too much going on out there Maybe it'll just be confined to a star system. Like, you just have one star system, and there's set 
number of planets that you can hop in between is not so much like it's not as vast as like what uh, No Man's Sky is where you can go from system to system kind of deal right like one like the local system right and maybe like a couple nearby tops or something and maybe there's like an asteroid field that you can maneuver through or something asteroid field like star field we're saying they have Han Solo in it so so yeah yeah, I, I I I'm really, I'm really excited to see what that, what that gameplay is going to be like. Even if it is just like, hey, this is really just a point A to point B, being able to fly, um, you know, dodge different things. Maybe it has a shooting mechanic. Maybe it doesn't. Um, that's you know, either way, it. I don't know. Looking at it, I'm like, does it even look like it has? We've got a good amount of shots of the ship itself, and this looks more like a kind of new age space travel like where we are kind of advanced advanced of where we are in modern day but like right not significantly not too far yeah yeah um like we've just achieved uh interstellar or interplanetary travel but yeah yeah like yeah like regularly yeah Yeah, we've routinized it but as far as like interstellar travel we still would probably be requiring colony ships that would take years to go from system to system but as far as like going from planet to planet you're still good yeah i I don't expect there to be too much dogfighting anything like maybe a chase or something (laughs) just Um, going into the engineering of it it looks like uh their engine systems are still hydrocarbon fuel Systems, which means that they're probably not using some futuristic impulse or ESO drive or something like that. They're still reliant on chemical-based uh, yeah. coolants to Thrusters. be able to go from one place to another. For sure. But yeah, a lot of exciting theories to be had. I mean, we're not going to see anything about this for some time. Um, I, I assume it'll probably be... We'll go through the rest of this year and we'll get... Um, you know, maybe one or two small drops along the way, uh, mm-hmm. but um, really the big thing probably E three next year, uh, preparing for that holiday. Yeah. All right. Um, so I, I don't. I, I have the video up, but I haven't been going through. I do know that's where we started talking about Starfield. Uh, let's see. Up next, they jumped into Stalker two. Um, I know a lot of us yeah. are pretty excited for Stalker 2, which is shaping up. It's looking amazing. It, it's looking amazing. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I played a little bit of the original Stalker, and I just didn't get super into it just because it was pretty... Pretty I mean, gated at that point? It, it was gated. It was it was a extremely sharp learning curve, right? Like, these are games where, you know, the, the concept basically is like, hey, what if you were playing, like, Metro, pretty much, right? You're in, like, a apocalyptic uh i wouldn't say post-apocalyptic because you're in it yeah, yeah um, it, it is happening <laughs> isn't it yeah. based yeah, off of active. the books by the same author who writes the metro series no okay so the book the original book was uh two brothers in soviet union era whatever they made a movie uh the tarkovsky movie is like extremely highly regarded um so the first stalker game was loosely based on the stalker movie which is based on the Roadside Picnic book. Got it. All right. And then uh, Metro is sort of like... So the Metro book was a continuation of that idea, 
sort of. Oh, right. And so then Metro was the Metro inspired game. by that. <laughs> right. Got it. So, like, the Metro game is an inspiration that was based off an inspiration of an inspiration of something that was inspired by a book that some weird brothers wrote. <laughs> there it is. That's the whole thing. Yeah. So, but and yeah, the, the Stalker... Game, the original game had a ton of, like, different, like, mods and stuff to it put out as well. Yeah. Um, it, it's huge. Um, one of the first people I ever watched on Twitch play anything was a guy that played tons of Stalker, and he still goes back to it, like, every few months, because there's yeah. so much you can do in it. And yeah, like, Stalker was, I think, just ahead of its time. Like, uh, it was, like, a open-world survival, like, exploration, see what you see. Like, there is a storyline, but that's not the core, like, goal of the game. Um, it's really about the experience. It's, it's about, about the experience. Like, it's yeah, a deep the, game, and it's a stressful game. Does this yeah, look the like zone. they're gonna stick to that, or yeah, it looks like they're okay. gonna stick to it enough. A lot of so what I'm seeing here looks, is very reminiscent of the others. Yeah, there is a story. Um, you know, you are a stalker, which is somebody that goes into the exclusion zone, which is basically based off of like the Chernobyl exclusion zone. But like, there's really weird, bizarre, like, you know, physics has broken in the zone so like one of the shots that we see is something that really excites me a lot it's something from the the book and the uh, movie which is like he's walking around with like a detector of some kind he's looking for some kind of object like anomaly right and uh yeah you see an anomaly so he's like he's throwing these like bolts where he, like just like some some you know screws or whatever and he throws one to a certain point and then he like makes a beeline straight to that point and then he turns and throws one to another spot, and he makes a beeline to that spot. He throws another one, and there's, like, this gravitational anomaly. And he, like, avoids that. So, like, that that's directly from uh, the book, where it's, like, you know, the zone. The Gravity is weird. Like, physics is weird, and you don't know if you can trust a particular path. You have to check it every single time, you know? Yeah, because it's always shifting. It's... it's, right. it's it's weird. It's a deep. It's an awesome game, and some of the re the main reason I think the story feels like it might be deep is because you're definitely invested because of how much the world sucks. Hmm. Looks like we like, got Leon Kennedy in this game too. They even have cool. the whole idea yeah, of like, I made that you know <laughs> you don't make friends <laughs> in the in the you don't make friends out there because yeah. you don't want to for any reason put someone else's life ahead of yours because no one else is going to do that for you. Like it's. It's an awesome idea. I'm very excited for this game, and mm -hmm. I, I will say that this is the first thing that popped up that I forgot about that I was very excited about. Because well, it was a the lot other of week. info. Yeah, well, as I said last week, though, I wanted something that was going to be truly next-gen. I was ready for it, and then they dropped this on me, and I was like, okay, you got me. <laughs> you got me. That's, I'm definitely yeah. going to play the hell out of this. Yeah. And it's cool to see Leon, like you said, make the jump. Uh, Finally. The stalker. Yeah. All right. Um, so after that, I believe, did we get a little bit of stuff on uh, Back for Blood? Yeah, mm -hmm. they, they just did a small little run on um, some stuff from Back for Blood. Yeah, I, and we I don't have to spend a lot of time on Back for Blood. We've already covered was, it a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. And you're going to see more of it from us, for sure. Yeah. So. The, biggest news, the biggest news is that it got confirmed coming to Game Pass Day 1. Yep. And um, it is going to be a perpetual online connection required game. Um, that's the mm -hmm. most recent news that came out. That sucks for some people. If you have Game Pass, that doesn't suck for you. It doesn't matter. Um, yep. But I, I do see that being problematic for some people. Um, yeah, I've seen the people that 
Like if I want to do a local multiplayer game or something like that, I don't want to have to be always online. Or if I just want to run yeah. through it myself, I don't want to always be online. Like what if my internet goes out and that's why I want to kill time on a game where I can mindlessly shoot zombies? Yep. Sorry, not sure. zombies. Yeah, it's what just part of that or whatever. Are they, yeah, like freakers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I don't um, want to play Days Gone, so like... Yeah. So, it is looking really good, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be excited to play it for sure. Yeah, I'm excited for the uh, oh, and PvP also, mode where it's human versus zombies. That was always so much fun right. in Left 4 Dead. Right. So, um, you know, we've we've kind of mentioned it on each of the games so far that, okay, yeah, this is going to be on Game Pass Day 1. Uh, that's true of everything they showed. Except Starfield. Uh, except Starfield. Except Starfield. So, um, yeah, everything else was confirmed day one on Game Pass. Yeah, this yeah, was we a Game Pass show. We can actually recap it. Yeah, this was a Game Pass show. We can almost recap it at the end if we can find the screenshot. Uh, we've at least shared it on our social media platforms a couple times. It is... They've announced so many new things coming this year to Game Pass. So many yeah. games launching to Game Pass within the next year. Um, most of what we're going to talk about in here is going to be very big recurring theme: Game Pass. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, good, good news. P pretty much. Well, they know that's what. Everybody. Yeah, they know that's their that's their, their key money strength maker. right now. That's their true next generation. For sure. Uh, next, they actually showed up showed off a, a new game from the from of course Xbox Game Studios uh, in affiliation with Avalanche Studios, which is pretty cool. Um, it was just kind of like a camera going over a looks like a warehouse where they're setting up for something uh but the game's called contraband it's probably going to be um, like drug yeah. smuggling in the 80s or something like that looking at the tech i was really that. hoping it was going to be a, a, a like the dudes from contra started a band but mm -hmm. uh, then i learned that that word actually means something else <laughs> no i think you're right but i i, I don't know um they're saying um that the game is a co-op open world um I, I don't know. They they just didn't give us anything to really go on. They just kind of like are grazing over like, hey, they're here's some they're guns grazing over what bag. is contraband. So here's um, you know he, here's a dude working on a vehicle that has obviously seen some shit, and then it, they keep showing off this like fireproof safe, and yeah, like you're smuggling something, but you don't know what. All right. Well, the 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 title of contraband, the like spell that words in this fireproof safe is open. And it's made of gold. Um, so, you know, do with that what you will. Uh, we didn't really get anything more on that. Um, they talked a little bit more about some next uh, Sea of Thieves content, which is introducing um, Jack Sparrow to the world. Yeah. So uh, yeah, as a usual, bunch of uh, tons of extra content for a game that everyone, that more and more people are playing, and yeah. it's working. Um, this has been their thing since the game did not launch as big as they wanted it to. It has grown into what they promised it to be. It, it's this Sea of Thieves is a game as a service. It is a game that is constantly being updated with tons of content, and it's fun if you have people to play it with. Yeah, for sure. And they have a lot of cool stuff. Like I was watching a video the other day of uh, like a group of like four people playing. And they're like, oh, what's this now? And you see, like, tentacles come out from the water. And they're like, shit, it's the Kraken. They're fighting the Kraken. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, no. And then you see the Megalodon coming up. And they're still fighting the Kraken. So now they're <laughs> fighting the Kraken and the Megalodon. And then right at the very end of them finishing off the last tentacle for the Kraken, 
um, a ghost ship just shoots up out of the water and slams down. They're like, fuck! <laughs> yeah, like this... Just, I like, keeps getting coming. Jack Sparrow in there is a really awesome turn. Like, getting David Jones, route. Jack Sparrow going that route, it's something that definitely cost them money. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And considering so many people that are playing this game are people that didn't actually pay for it because they're all playing it on yeah. Game Pass still... Um, they're sinking money into this game left and right just because it's pulling so, so many players in, um, which is awesome to see. Um, but yeah, again, like it's just... Money. Yeah, this is, this is a phenomenal addition. Even if you're not a huge fan of the content that's getting dropped into it, this just shows you how much work they put into it constantly. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, up next uh, was kind of a surprise. They're like, hey, everything Yakuza is on Game Pass, which I think yeah. it already was. Most of it uh, was. They dropped Like a Dragon. Like a Dragon. Um, and I immediately mm-hmm. started playing it. <laughs> yeah. So anyone that hasn't played Like a Dragon that likes JRPGs, um, do it. It's, it's so, so goofy and it's weird. So it has a weird. job system. It still takes place in the same world the Yakuza games did. But anyone that likes the Yakuza games, it's worth playing this because going forward, this is the this is how they're doing Yakuza. It's going to be turn-based RPGs. Because yeah, they've, they've action-gamed cool. themselves out with six games. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I, I think my favorite... I think the thing that keeps me coming back is just the main character on how goofy he is and then how people are, like, feeding into his, like, delusions. Oh, yeah, and it, the game references um, Dragon, Quest Dragon Quest a lot, Always. which is, like, my, one of my favorite game series. So it's just real... It's a really unique game. It's really goofy, over-the-top, just super weird... But it's yeah. amazing. If you haven't and you're a remote fan of JRPGs, give it a shot. It's probably it's probably like the only contemporary JRPG, as far as believability is concerned. The only thing that makes it so unbelievable is the abilities and powers and attacks, which is great. Right. But it's not like it's set in some aliens invading the today of everything. Like no, it's just goofy and weird. It it is a very like real world style game, but it's completely. Uh like over the top it's like it reminds me of animation where they're like oh if you want to do something in animation you have to over exaggerate and that's exactly what they do here it's like they're taking that to like the over exaggeration on things to like the next level um so definitely worth it if you have game pass i mean uh play this if you don't have game pass get game pass and play this pretty much (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh Let's see, what did we have next? I think they talked a bit more and they showed some gameplay for uh, Battlefield. Um, yeah, they showed some Battlefield gameplay, which was honestly, we, we've talked about Battlefield a lot. I don't think we've spent a ton of time on it. It's, it's Battlefield still. You're going to play it or you're not. Um, yeah. And, and we have a lot of content to cover, so sorry guys if you want us to go in-depth on it, but it still looks gorgeous. It looks like what you would expect Battlefield as a new game to look like definitely yeah. look at yeah. it we talked they, quite a bit about it last week yeah. yes yeah. um they did a quick pit stop on uh psychonauts 2 which is still continuing to look like exactly what you'd expect from a new psychonauts game um amazing yeah, uh, yeah. very excited for this one yeah um they talked a little bit about uh, bethesda and dropping pretty much more titles it was kind of like bethesda hour um, where they talked just about um, uh, they talked a little bit about Doom, they talked a little bit about Fallout 76 which is incorporating uh, 
what is it called? Steel Rain. Which, yeah, it's, an, uh, it's a new Brotherhood of Steel Brotherhood Civil of Steel. War, essentially. So you have yep. the, the mm-hmm. Brotherhood, like, fractured and who is right. And the difference between justice and doing right is Everyone's going on. Wrong. So it, it looks really <laughs> cool um, if you're a big fan of Fallout 76. So I do appreciate how they haven't given up on that, too. And um, the bigger thing was the, um, the announcement of the pit. Uh, coming 2022, which is cool. Hell it's, yeah! Uh, a poke back at Fallout Three. Yeah. Yes. Fallout yep. Three. So um, that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't think they showed. They showed a little bit of uh, kind of a lead into that. No, um, they definitely didn't. Show uh, that had much. me really excited because I was like, "Oh shit, what is this?" And then they're like, "Oh, it's an expansion." I was like, "All right." Um, they dug a little bit more into. Um, uh, Elder Scroll Online. I don't remember. Did they really show? They touched on Skyrim being the tenth anniversary for this year as well. Yeah, yep, that as well. Yeah, I this year the... Skyrim's tenth. I would not be surprised if we get an announcement later in the year that gives us a, a PS5 Series X enhanced version of Skyrim. Oh yeah, just because the time's coming. Uh, yeah. Of course, they talked a lot about ESO because um, it had the new expansion launch for the new optimized like series x ps5 versions the same day as um the e3 announcements so yep um of course on game pass um the next thing was actually kind of weird they moved away from bethesda and uh they basically have like a uh this game reminds me of this game uh, ragdoll kung fu yeah i did not or uh game beast and i was laughing while watching this it was funny. Uh, this is so dumb, but I you, kind of almost want to play it. I, I yeah, don't think pick, I'd kind of do. You pick, a, a, you pick an animal, uh, you know, a pig, a corgi, uh, an alligator, or a pig with a mohawk, sir. A pig with a mohawk, yeah, it's pretty rad. Um, or uh, a cat, and it looks like you control both arms, kind of. Um, I would say uh, akin to kind of how you controlled arms in Little Big Planet. Uh, but a little more advanced if you haven't played something like Ragdoll Kung Fu or Gang Beast. It's a weird uh, game. You have, it, you're definitely going to have different, um, like different objectives. I can see like a capture the flag, a score and win, uh, a you know like King of the Hill, um, or just super like a super smash style knock them off the you know knock them off the map. Um, but that one is uh, party animals course coming to game pass uh what was that date let me see here again it's kind of wrapping back around really quick and oh it just says 2022 so that one looks fun uh definitely a good time that'll be cool the next one was actually uh um pretty cool you can already uh like pre-load this Mm -hmm. on your xbox um and hades is coming to game pass I'm excited for this because I still have yet to play it, and this will be my opportunity to do so. Same. More like yeah, day yeah, 100,000, am I right? I was going to say that if August you haven't 13th. already found a way to play this, then that's definitely um, yeah. your fault for Perfect missing time. out. Because oh, no, I, I acknowledge that the fault is my own <laughs> that I have yet to play it, and I have the ability to do so with on the Switch, it's just I never got around to it, and then... Now, yeah. now I just have no I, excuse. So I, uh, I do still feel like based on the game that it is, it's still best on the Switch. But I've got it on. I picked it up on Epic a while back for a good sale, 
Um, I'll, I might install it on my Xbox. I don't know. It's it's the kind of game that I enjoy, but I'd much rather just stick handheld on it. So if it's on Game Pass, even on my mobile, I might play it on my phone. See, that's where I was thinking. It's like this would be really good to showcase like XCloud on mobile or something like that. And you get like either a backbone controller or just sync up your Xbox controller to that, and probably be a lot of fun that way. Razor Kishi, baby. <clears throat> so. Uh, after that, they showed off kind of a. It just looked to be like a survival, like almost a, like a supernatural survival game. Um, it, mm. I, I didn't get a lot of. You didn't get a ton of information to this, but it's just a family, uh, a family of three, and their dog looks like they're just trying to survive. Um, Bro, something, something. This is gonna fuck me up in the world. Um, and that one's called Somerville. Um, that looks insanely good. It's it's from uh, the former CEO of Playdead. Okay. So yeah. you can definitely the, sense the uh, Limbo vibes for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of like monoliths sticking out of the sky, and then at one point you see him like javeling toward the Earth and uh, you know spiking in, and then um, you know the wife trying to like revive the husband. They're trying to yeah. run away while something's protecting them at one point. And then it caps off with them all sitting on the couch. The parents and kid crashed out, like watching TV, I guess. And then Dude, you this see looks amazing. That this is a striking scene because there's something in the hallway where there's a baby gate over the door, and everyone's mm-hmm. asleep. And the kid wakes up and looks toward the hallway, and you're like, "Oh shit!" And you see the shadow. Yeah. Bad news bears. Uh, God, this looks so good. They did a good job. Um, after that, they dug into Halo. Um, they didn't show too much. As, I was going to say uh, they didn't dig any requests. Yeah, they, they didn't dig into it, which is what I'm very excited about. They um, did that as a separate event for the following day on Monday, where they dug more into the multiplayer. Yeah, they, they, they had about a, a five minute section. Yeah, which they is showed us a little big. bit of extra plot, which is cool. Um, they, sh- they they didn't regurgitate what they'd already tried to show us before, which was probably yeah. my yep. favorite thing. Yeah. They showed us a, co- a little bit of plot intricacies, which is awesome because we didn't really have a lot of plot going into this one. Um, it sounds like they're so, going to try to retcon some of the stuff from five that just didn't work in regards to things like Cortana's existence and stuff like that. Yeah, what really got me was that flyover where they're showing the. Um, everything taken from in-game and you see all this stuff happening in the distance and you can basically see like and map out a route going from place to place um kind of uh and i think they mentioned it being a uh like a, a mo- the most ambitious environment that they've uh th- that they've done up to this point i'm excited um, for this so much yeah uh, then they showed some. They showed Master Chief in some zero G, going from place to place, which was kind of fun because they showed like a, a dead grunt just like rolling by. Like there was a few times I was like, "Damn, this is really cool," and then I just see like a dead like, um, like a dead grunt just kind of like hanging out. Well, he uses a jackal <laughs> as a body shield, um, and then he gets to like dead Marines, and he kind of like, "Oh, I, I need to slow down a little bit here." Sorry, my brother. I will remember your sacrifice. Yeah, it was just super... It, it, it was just a badass... Uh, mm. Kind of showcases like their piece. new mechanic where you can throw objects like uh, fusion coils. Yep. Which, that's just going to um, be chaos in the multiplayer. So, yeah, they showed that off. They went into... I think they went into um, 
some of the multiplayer just showing off what that is, talking about how that's a separate thing. Yep. Um, the the biggest and, and announcement about multiplayer, yeah, was that everyone's gonna have access to it. Like, yeah, dropping multiplayer for everybody is yeah. is gonna be a huge deal. Um, it looks so good. It's free too. to play. Like, they're not doing like the rec pack loot boxes like they did with Halo. They're 5. doing they're doing battle passes, and they're doing they battle said passes. If you buy a battle right. pass, it won't expire. They're continuing mm-hmm. basically the kind of stuff that they're doing now, right? Yes. If, if, uh, well, yes. Like, what they do with uh, Master Chief Collection, where only Master Chief Collection, since it is a paid game, you don't have to pay for the new season passes. They just launch that automatically. This you'll have to pay for the season pass because the multiplayer is a free-to-play game. I think, unless yeah. maybe... And this is just me speculating that if you buy Halo Infinite outright, maybe you won't have to do that. But I, I doubt it. I doubt they're, it, they're too. They're going to money hand over fist on the battle right. passes yeah. um, because of the fact that they, they killed uh, FOMO by saying that the battle passes never expire. So if you buy yeah. a battle pass... You'll never lose. You, it. If you buy a January battle pass, you haven't you, you you have forever to complete everything on that. And um, and currently, like uh, Brian and I played over this last, and I had I have not played Halo, and it it showed. It <laughs> uh, like uh, shit. It's probably been a decade. Uh, it's definitely been more than a decade. I won't say it showed, um, but might have. It, it <laughs> no, we we were playing some really good people in our games and stuff like that. They, you know, people using things like teamwork and stuff, which our team was definitely. Oh not shit! Doing. Fuck yeah, they're mobilized. Um, but they are doing their battle pass and really cool, like a really really smart way. It, it's it um it, it works, uh, but. The question is, like, if you buy into, let's say, you don't get around to playing that playing multiplayer until you, you know, season two or season yeah. three, and you buy in season three, does that mean you don't have access to one or two? Um, because I think that's it's, how everything's set up now. You can go back and pick whichever one that you want. Right. And you can I think that touches on what I was talking about. That Master Chief Collection being a game that you either buy outright or you play or you get through Game Pass. You get every single season pass because you bought that game. But with this, I think they're structuring it that you keep the battle passes you buy, or the season passes you buy, but I think you have to buy the season pass in order to be accessible. In the season. You're right. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they'll have a set that you could potentially buy older season passes, but we have no idea. Well, well, there's there's a difference between season passes and battle passes. True. So... We've got to make sure we watch verbiage with that because yeah, they, yeah. they could end up doing something both ways. Um, they they yeah, at least said the, the battle passes themselves are the ones that, you know, it's it's not like something in Fortnite and other games where I see a character or skin I want, I'm like, oh, I need to get that, but I'm not going to buy that because I'm not going to play the game that much to unlock what I want there. Um, mm. I could see them doing a, like, um, like all-inclusive thing. Yeah, like almost like a subscription. Well, Fortnite has that now too, where you pay a monthly fee and you just have access to every season pass that they do. It's just Mm -hmm. you don't keep them like a normal season pass, whereas this one you would. So maybe they'll do something like that. Once again, this is all speculation. For sure. sure. The Um, other takeaway that I got from it is that it feels like they're going more for the Halo Three route when it comes to like the gameplay, where 
the emphasis is no longer on loadouts but more on everyone starts off equally and the stuff that uh it, it, it everything is on the map that you have to find including things like the grapple hook equipment and that stuff will work like equipment in halo uh three where you have to choose do i have this or do i have some other item or something you can't you don't always have access to a grappling hook or this little shield thing mm -hmm. here that this guy deploys sure. like a right. plasma bolt sure it, it um, does look like they're still shooting for holiday, though, which is going to yeah. be a huge deal if if they I stick the, to it. Yeah, the link the leak said November. Um, I, I want to say it was wasn't too late into November either. I think I, it was we'll cover. Ninth. I think that part will come up a little bit later. I think that someone mixed up the one of the uh, tweets that I saw go out that got redacted back, dropped mm -hmm. a date, but the date was the same they had mentioned for another game that comes up in the in the show later. Mm. So Oops. I feel like they got the two mixed up. Okay, okay. Yeah, bring that up when it comes, because I wasn't aware yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, but after that, they showed off uh, Diablo. It's the Diablo 2. Yes. Um, yes. Diablo 2. Diablo 2. Two remake. Yes. Holy yeah. shit. I was not expecting this. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. We don't have to dive super into it. It's Diablo 2. You know what it is. <laughs> exactly. It. But, but, um, but it's but, coming to Xbox. Yeah, it's coming to Xbox, uh, 4K, like 60 frames per second. Cross progression. With, with Cross all of the updates, you, yeah, with everything that you want. So, and I think they can, yeah. you can you <laughs> can switch between classic visuals and uh, up or the new up visuals too. Yeah. Nice. I'm excited. Yeah. I'll play the hell out of it. I'm ready. Yep, and that one is uh, September 23rd. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a crazy quarter. Yeah, it is. that's that's on Game Pass. Yeah, this yep. is it. God damn it's, it's is it disgusting. I didn't see the game pass emblem on the. I don't think. Oh I, wait, hold on. There were, there was like three or four games in their presentation that said that weren't game pass. You're it was right. Like Battlefield. No and I think yeah, Diablo this one might not was be. another one of those. All right. Well, either way, it could change by then. Though <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it could definitely change by then. Uh, what was next? Was that a, a new Plague Tale? Yep. Yes. Yeah. The next one was a really dope trailer. Um, Plague's Tale Kook. Plague's Tale Two confirmed. Um, this led into a couple other crazy things. I wasn't ready for this trailer. Um, I skipped out on the first Plague's Tale, um, it, but now I've heard that it's amazing, and I should go back and yeah, play it's it. Good. Um, yeah. I this one looks even it. better. I think it was because back then, it, it on the show is just uh, Austin and I, and we. Uh, I was like, well, I know he's going to be into that, so yeah. I, so I, I kind of let that one go. Focus is really weird because it, I feel like Focus they is have very games hit or that miss. back yeah. then it was like, yes, I know Austin's going to be into this Focus game, but I'm going to be into this Focus game, right. and it's it's such a weird back and forth. They don't have like it's not like a company that has, um, yeah, they cast a, a wide game that you, for sure. yeah, it, you know, it's yeah. not like uh, you know when like Paradox made something, I'm like, oh yeah. Like Austin's gonna be super into that. Yep. Um, it, it, it's not like that. They have stuff like everybody. So. Big mix. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, looks like they're aiming for twenty twenty two. Yep. After that, did they do uh, Far Cry? Yeah, they were just showing off the. What was this yeah, one specifically? They, sh they, they showed more Far Cry Six stuff wheel. and. It didn't really. I mean, we saw all the same stuff announced earlier with the Ubisoft show, so it was a different. It was a different video, but it was whatever. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it we got more chorizo, so that you know. More chorizo, more animals. Yeah, we got more of the, yeah, <laughs> the same. They, they gave us more. This one didn't. This this trailer didn't help solidify anything. If you were already getting the game, you're already getting it. This trailer yeah. didn't give you much of a reason to change your mind. Um, yep. If you weren't Still already playing safe. it, this isn't going to change anything. Right. Um, and then after that, they dove into what was this one? Oh, Slime Rancher Two. Yeah, Slime Coming Rancher Two. Really cute. I was like, um, Johnny's losing his mind right now. <laughs> and, then you, and then you and messaged, and you and you were like, this looks so good. <laughs> It does. It, it looks unfairly good. The Slime Rancher, first Slime Rancher game was a really fun, like, first-person shooter puzzle game. Um, it's it's weird. It's a weird game. Yeah. Um, but they're it's a weird fun. idea. Yeah. They're super neat games, though. Um, I, I highly recommend playing the first one if you ever get a chance to, just to kill some time with it. It's beautiful. And I think that's what kills me on this one, is this one's really ramped up to, to show the detail and, and beauty of the newer consoles. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how it turns out. And then up next, uh, we got what looked like um, uh, it looked like steep, but better. Um, <laughs> yeah, <new story laughs> I didn't know how else, I was like, "Is this steep? That, are we in the right place?" Um, and uh, it turns out it's uh, a newer game called Shredders, which looks incredibly. You know, like I'm all over this. I'm all about this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this one is probably a day one for me. <laughs> It yeah. just has all that like goofy, uh, like the the goofy stuff that y I used to see like back in like the early two thousands well, for if snowboarding. To, like, yeah. If, if you want this game for a day one, uh, boy, do I have good news for you since you have Game Pass. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. It looks like it is also going to be a day one game for you. Yes, it's going to be a uh, man. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm gonna like Game Pass. This is could be something that, that I'm like. Storage. I just yep. want to be left alone to play this for a full day. <laughs> like, so I, I might even just go, oh, I'm going to take the day off. Because that's what it's there for. Um, so go check that out if uh, that's up your alley as well. Um, what was the next thing? Oh, yeah. I, I It always throws me off when I see this because it looks like ten other games. But they showed off Atomic Heart, and then I like was like holding my breath for a second at the very end, mm -hmm. and they're like, it's coming to Game Pass. And I was like, fuck yeah! <laughs> yep. No idea so when, good. but we'll get it. Yeah. Um, That's a huge win, honestly. It's a, it's a win for everyone involved. The, the um, development weird, team, it's a big win for the us here. This the, you know, weird Russian Fallout Bioshock game. Yep. Yeah. I still love the quote. It's, it's a, like, even Kojima right now is going, what the fuck? I know. The, yeah. the mannequin grabbed the dude by the throat and he had a little Hitler mustache. Damn. <laughs> what is happening? Um, but I'm excited. I don't, excited I don't to like these out. like tendrils coming out of your hand. It's weird, but uh, it definitely looks neat. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm no, so it's excited like, to play that game. It's kind of like oddly like cyberpunk in that, like now, in, in that sense. Mm -hmm. Now where you I have wanna, that like biomechanical. Yeah, thing I, I really want to point out though that one of the biggest things I'm noticing with all these Game Pass drops is they're also dropping to PC. So yeah. we're, we're not getting a lot of only on console Game Pass. So we're really seeing that Microsoft isn't catering to the Xbox. They're just they're just catering to Game Pass. They want yeah. you to play the stuff yep. wherever. A lot wherever of stuff's even available it. on cloud. It's amazing how much these things are available on cloud. Hell yeah! All right, um, we are getting through this, guys. It's it's quite a lot. This was probably I think this, this was, was the busy the big, show, the biggest yeah. show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I drove Up to the grocery next. store during this and still managed to barely keep an eye on it, so it was huge. 
Up next yeah. was that game that oddly no one was talking about. I think it's called Replaced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. And and it was not until after the show people were like, oh shit, that was really cool. Um, it has uh, kind of like a, a, a pixel art. Um, yeah, like, right off the pixel, bat I was wanting pixel it. Style. Yeah, it looks great. Um, like 2, like 2.5D maybe. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's very. And, and when nice I was looking at, it, I was game. like, "This is like uh, this is a Metroidvania game." Um, yeah. But I honestly, after watching the whole thing, I'm like, I don't know what this is. Um, so, but it looks it looks really cool. I I, I think I'm, I'm I'm pretty confident in saying you know great pixel art style where it's it's not that standard pixel art that you expect. Like when they zoom in and they get in close to the environment, you're like, "Damn, that's crisp." Um, but Damn, gameplay does crazy. look Metroidvania, um, you know, like exploration, uh, fighting. You know, it has pretty much everything that you would want from uh, Metroidvania. And I'm surprised more people weren't talking about this right away just because of yep. how gorgeous it was. Um, after that, they talked a little bit about uh, Grounded. Uh, they have the Shroom and Doom update coming up, which is really cool. It's adding a uh, the ability to harvest um, shrooms, adding a bunch of new stuff, of course. Uh, yeah, because you can now build a lot of cool stuff with shrooms. Like, yeah, yeah, which it, I I thought was weird before. It's like there's tons of them everywhere. You can pick them up, you can eat them, but you can't harvest the big ones. Um, and, yeah. and they sitting that sitting. Oh yeah, a huge they thing. added they added sitting. I, Hell it's, yeah! It's something I ever wanted. I, I never was like, man, I really wish I could sit down right now. Time um, to sit. But the biggest thing that they added is a new section that's going to have a big ass spider. Uh, yeah, called they they joked around because they were like, you know, the thing everybody wanted, sitting, and they're like, <laughs> and the thing nobody wanted, gigantic spider, giant spiders. <laughs> yeah. Shit. And you this can still turn is... on arachnophobia safe mode, which is like the biggest yep. thing to me about the game. Yeah, yeah. Which is almost scarier because now I'm afraid of big balloons. Yeah, <laughs> oh, kind of oh, almost looks like a, a cartoonish um, egg yolk thing going on. Yeah, that's coming out June 30th, and they added achievements. So achievements. Yeah, you can get out there and play yeah. that right now. I've I've been playing around with it. The building nice. is super fun. Um, you know, I'm just getting to the part where I'm like, I'm ready to fight things that are not like tiny little like yeah. flies and mites and, and yeah. I feel like, bad killing bugs easy, and stuff yeah. though man they're an integral part of our ecosystem and I don't want to hurt true. them. I'm ready to throw down with that ladybug that's always just uh, aggressive. I don't know why I know for the no one. reason. Yeah, oh, that the one from a bug's life? That one's a gotta bitch. go. Oh the one voiced by Dennis Leary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that son of a bitch. All right, and then uh, they did a little bit about Among Us. I didn't really dig into this too much. Yeah, Among Us is coming to Xbox. It it is what it is. It's getting its own updates, so it's getting a hide-and-seek mode, which is what a fan-created game already was. (laughs) So it's kind of cool that that's officially becoming a thing, but it's also getting 15-player lobbies, and the 15-player lobbies are already live. Okay. Nice. Cool, cool. Um, What was this next one? It it, It was definitely like a... It oh, like that turn-based. Yes. Um, uh, the the um, Elysian Chronicles. I think uh, yeah, what it was called. Chronicles. Yeah, the Iodin Chronicles, which Iod- is the Iodin. team that made uh, Suikoden. Yeah. Suikoden. Yep. So this so game was I'm kickstarted the, two years ago. Yeah, I'm on the Kickstarter on this. Looks great. It does. So, 
Hell yeah. Um, it looks phenomenal um, because the Suicune games were already great. They're sticking mm-hmm. with, like, the HD 2D um, yep. kind of graphics for it, which is perfect for what it is. Um, but even then, like, it's funny because everyone thinks HD 2D and goes to, like, oh, that Octopath Traveler style. But even mm-hmm. the old and games were already this kind of combat, like, you're, yeah. like, very, very if, if you beautiful need. two-dimensional characters. Um that are almost 3D in comparison to the hand-drawn backgrounds. Yeah, if you need something to compare it to, yeah, definitely Octopath. Um, it, it, for they also confirmed, though, the uh, the Rising game, which was a stretch goal, is getting its own release as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since it's more like a hack-and-slash side-scroller, we're going to get that next year and then the main game in 2023. Which All is right. really interesting, yeah. That it's actually going to beat the other one out. It's an easier-to-program game. Yeah. So, they have a lot of depth. These like Suikoden games are huge already. Um, yeah. You're looking at having at least a hundred characters in yep. the main game, so that's that's big. Uh, yeah. Up next was the Ascent, which we've seen before. Um, this looks badass. I just need to know who's playing with me. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, it's a twin sticker. I yeah, like twi- I like twin stick shooters. Shooter. Yeah, yeah, they're really really fun. This one's set in a uh, like a cyberpunk future. Done by yeah. the guys over at Neon Giant, which if you haven't, you've seen their work. Um, Is, are these the guys that did that? What was it like, Dead Zone or? No, I know what you're talking like about. That. Dead no, Nation. It's not dead. It's the game is like Dead Nation. Right. The the I, I know the one guy, and by the way, it's coming July 29th on Game Pass. Nice. I know the one guy. I've been following him since I started college, and when I started college, he was a hard surface uh, contract modeler for. Um, Id doing uh, okay. all of the things that you love visually about Wolfenstein. Yeah. Um, so he worked on Wolfenstein, he worked on Doom, um, and he outsourced for a ton of other stuff, teamed up with a few other people in the industry. I think Neon Giant's like four or five people. Wow. And wow. This, is what, this is what came out of it. So, a little bit of nice. uh, Microsoft funding. Beautiful. Beautiful game. Yeah, this is looking so. really good. Yep, this one's up there. It's been uh, ever yeah, since it's been. he showed off the first. Yeah, it's been um, ever since he showed off the first <laughs> thing <laughs> on it. Um, I was like, "Damn, I'm all in." I'm so, all 100 percent in, baby. Yeah. Uh, next up, I think next up they showed. Uh, oh yeah, no, this was the one that I uh, in in the group chat I put like a picture of Cartman. I was like, "Oh, Austin, I'm so happy for you!" <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this game was literally made for you. Like, we, we, I, I, I'm pretty sure that. Oh, uh, thank um, you. It was in between two of the scenes. They popped up a little credit. Like, this, this one's for you. Special Austin. thanks for Austin complaining for 15 and a half years. Yeah, it was uh, Age of Empires four, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And luckily, it's a going back to the roots of the series because, of course, Age of Empires three was like American Revolution era, which was not boring. It, as you can imagine, boring and also not handled well. <laughs> yeah, kind of a complicated uh, territory to stick your nose in for no reason. So, bold choice. Um, yeah, they're like, okay, let's go back to something good. Can we all agree <laughs> on that? Do we want to make a good like game? History, or? Like history that happened long enough ago that it's gonna be fun. Versus it cannot harm anyone. It's literally not that possible. Happened recent enough that <laughs> you can still really upset someone's grandparents. Yeah. So. Up next was probably the biggest troll of the show. This one Hell is yeah. what I think it is. I, this one stole the show for me, and I'm buying this game day one. I was so upset because they start showing this, like, 
Um, I, 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 it turns out you're like inside of a flower, and it like unravels, and you see this nice world. And I was like, I think all of us at the same time were like, oh shit, it's fable. Because we there? all were ready. Because we all predicted that they would show something. Yeah, we were all. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's very fantasy inspired. And then a massive fucking foot comes down and stomps it out. There's this big, screaming, bioluminescent monster. Damn, uh, Biomutant's looking amazing. And uh, yeah, This thing it, dropped, and I'm like, maybe it's not Fable. Yeah. Maybe and, uh, it's not Fable. And the voiceover for it. The voiceover <laughs> for it was so great. Cause then it goes into weird shooter-like sci-fi, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, so it's it not out. Fable. Instead, it's a weird, crazy sci-fi shooter on an alien planet, maybe. And they did acquire Obsidian, so here we are with uh, the Outer Worlds too. Yeah. It yeah. Was this like, time, the, it's funded. Yeah. The trolliest way of announcing Outer Worlds too. Um, and even in the dialogue for it, they're like, "We don't even know what this game is about yet, <laughs> but we know what it is." Yeah. Oh, and I was so, like, dude, how do you, how do you, what, how do you get the budget for this ridiculous, awesome trailer to be yeah. like, we don't know what we're doing yet, but man, are you guys gonna like it? Yeah, but we made this cool cutscene, and we yeah, give us that dumb moon guy with the hat. Love him. Love everything about that dude. Uh, no release date. Did confirm Game Pass day one. Um, so good stuff uh, coming from um, Obsidian. Continuing to come from Obsidian. Um, I'm currently installing the, uh, the the Outer Worlds one. Nice, that's a great game. Great game. All right, uh, let's see. Up next, I think it was uh, Flight Sim, which you know we really don't need to talk about too much. To be coming honest. to console it's, though is dope. Yeah, it is coming to console. Um, Getting so. that extra accessibility is going to be awesome, and they're adding jet fighters to it. Yes. Oh, okay. Because you know, if you didn't get airsick playing regular planes... <laughs> well, why not blow your friend up? Um, and then later on in the week, they, they showed off a, um, a flight simulator controller that was specific for Xbox, too. That's going to be coming out. Then they gave us a really awesome reveal that none of us were quite ready for. Yeah, they, they kind of took it down to the ground um, after the flight. Holy I, I, th shit. That was really, really well done. And the visuals on... Shit, stunning. Um, Forza Horizon Forza Motorsports. 5. Or it's, uh, yeah, Forza Horizon yeah, Not Horizon Motorsports, 5. it's Horizon, motorsports, which means I'm Horizon. excited because I love Horizon. I hate motorsports. So, <laughs> um, yeah, this this was... Like, this is performance. Um, this like, is speed. I can't believe that. Like, I was looking at that, and I was like, dude, that looks so good. And I was like, how could it get better than the last one that we were looking at and, like, on, like, just in all over? And then here we are. Um, they even show, like, an up-close of um, basically, like, a dune buggy. And you can see everything. Someone had to go in there. Like, that was the thing that made me, like, a little bit, like, sick to my stomach. <laughs> was yeah. just the fact that they had uh, they they someone they had someone sit down and model that this dust storm yeah. is what has me like this dust storm is insane I yeah. am so ready and I 
I've always I love the Horizon series. I'm gonna play this. I'm so hyped, and it comes out this year. I've um, never been November big 9th. into Forza series, but I think I'm definitely going to play this this year. This is where that no this, no excuse yeah this release date excuse. is where the uh, little snafu came up where one web one page tweeted about Halo mm. and this and gave this okay. there just gave this release date. So everyone okay. was thinking, oh, mm-hmm. Halo's the ninth, but. That makes um, sense. Microsoft is not going to drop Forza and Halo on the same day. No. Yeah. So they went on uh, a little bit of like, hey, like, let's play this game and check it all out. Um, Smart. Yeah. Again, it continued to look amazing. Yeah, stuff that um, we don't need. We already know the the for, the Horizon games always look good, and it's because they do such a good job of letting you go across the entire area. Was I um, wrong in seeing you could do like custom tracks so you can just do like weird random stuff that you're like almost GTA online style races? Yeah, well you can as you're playing, you can You can uh, drop your own like just, checkpoints for a race. Yep, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can say, Hey, we're gonna race from here to here. Doesn't matter what route you take. Fastest one, first one to get there is the winner. That's cool. So yeah, yeah definitely, uh, definitely nab up like cool. Horizon Four or something if you get a chance because there's they're all fun games because they're all different environments. The Horizon games are always great like that. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, like what they 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 really state? confirmed like Microsoft didn't really give us much more than that. They gave us a, another a wrap up of what all's coming to Game Pass. Um, a lot of they stuff. Have one more big game. Yeah, I was gonna. At the very end. Oh, they're um yeah the. Vampire. They drop one last one. They they, they always do. Some, yeah, yeah. They always do the okay. And before we go, one more um, thing. Yeah, and uh, it starts showing off. Um, you know, uh, Bethesda, Arcane, Austin. Um, so it gives you an idea of like what you know, what kind of like art style and and what a little bit of what to expect. But this game was kind of. This game kind of came kind out of nowhere, and it, it yeah. checked all the boxes for a few of mm-hmm. us. So I definitely... They're showing off very different... Yeah. They're showing off very different characters, which is interesting. You know, just different personalities. They're in a destroyed, like, convenience store. Um, and then it does the, like, earlier. Um, yeah, it does the whole, like, 20 minutes ago. 20 minutes And shows before. you, like, what happened that got them there. <laughs> so they start showing off these people and some of the things that they can do. Um... It shows one guy hunkered down behind a like a dumpster, and you see like a flare come flying by. He looks like he is reloading his flare gun. This other dude that you saw, he has like a cloak and a sniper rifle and uh, like a crow, I guess. You mm. see someone like shadow stepping; they're invisible, and he jumps up. And as he jumps up on the car, he comes into sight, and you see this glowing, smoky eye, and he's just popping off shots with the sniper rifle, picking people off. Another chick runs up with her. Uh, like awkward robot, ostrich yeah. robot that's like, like you do. really small. Um, it reminds me and, of, a, of like a, a, a dodo bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, um, it it's a turret, so it's shooting. She's shooting, just running straight forward into battle. Um, and then then uh, this chick with um, it looks like an ability to. It's like a conjuring. She's levitating. To, and I, I don't she know kind what of like, she can do. It looks like she can conjure things up that are like vortexes because she's able to like get lift from them. So she's floating yeah. in the air, and at but a later point can... in the trailer, she generates one that everyone else can jump into. Well, mm-hmm. right, right out of the gate, she creates an like an ele- It looks like an 
like old style elevator that yeah. you see in like a New York setting. Um, and they look over and see it, and it's like purple and you know smoky and kind of cosmic looking almost a little bit. Um, and they look up, and she's in the air, like you said, she's generating lift from this. Um, and and she takes the guy out, but then you see someone like floating, and mm-hmm. someone and they're holding someone else, and he's just non on their old neck. Uh, yeah, and then and it we realize that vampires. we get a vampire game. Yeah, oh, so. Yeah. These four kind of come face to face with this other group of people. This vampire, another vampire, kind of appears. Um, so it looks like after that they're kind of just retreating, um, and they they split up. I think um, two of them head to the roof. Uh, yeah, two of them head to the roof. Oh man, they shot the little like dodo bot. They blew its eye off. That's fucking. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very. It, it's very like <laughs> comically left for dead with vampires. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, it's like supernatural, it. funny, left for dead vampires. Yeah, it, where, it's got a lot of like really cool stuff going on. I'm I'm really liking the vibe of it for sure. Where it delves yeah, more so into the, like the classes and abilities. Where as left mm-hmm. for dead, you were just picking characters. Whereas here, the what character you yeah, pick the characters literally matters. didn't matter. And yeah, it, exactly, and I don't think that they're going to be the only person doing this this does lean i think heavier on the powers but i do know mm-hmm. like back for blood has a very similar thing the people that you pick yep. they have different things that they can do better than others so yep everything is left for dead now um yep that's the that's the that's the trope this this time around which um, is really funny because we had just been talking about recently where it's like i can't believe dead. nobody like jumped on this train there's several things that are like that that's like you know i'm always shocked that we haven't had like an entire avalanche of um you know like shadow of mordor style games but yeah. that was always one of the ones on the list was like i can't believe there aren't a bunch of left for dead clones and it, it's because they took 10 more years to make yeah yeah um and they were showing off the enemies the enemies do have different um uh it looks like they have different abilities as well mm-hmm. these vampires um and yeah the the chick who can craft the summon the elevator the lift she also pulls out an umbrella and does this huge shield and pushes one of the vampires back and she's loading her guns with this uh almost raven uh like raven-esque ability Mm -hmm. um that's so raven it and and yeah not to be not to confuse (laughs) raven from teen titans um there's a lot of ravens out there folks. there's a lot of ravens out there um (laughs) But yeah, this looks cool. They uh, it, it is uh, called Redfall, um, and I think yeah. this one they were saying is coming to Game Pass Day One as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Summer twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's a yeah, ways glad out to there, see. But it's it's good to see Arcane still doing some stuff. Yep. I'm excited for exactly that. Exactly what I, love I was going to say. Um, this is actually what I was talking about again last week's show. I said mm-hmm. that I I want to see more. Bethesda that's not just normal Bethesda because I don't like the RPGs. Yeah. I like their other I like other things under their umbrella. Um so seeing, literally they showed an umbrella, so yes. So you were a brinkhead then. Like, yeah. Big brink head over here. <laughs> oh hell yeah. I still have a brink shirt. Game had some potential. Oh my God. <laughs> a lot of potential. <laughs> that's a game that could have certainly been one of the games that existed. <laughs> I have a friend who still gets pissed off about that game every time it's even mentioned. 
Now, I'll also say that I love that this screen that we're paused on because like the way the title looks with the cover and the Xbox exclusive banner on that, it reminds me of like an old school like 80s horror movie rental yeah. box. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I just I don't know why I keep thinking arachnophobia. Yep. It just it looks so good. I yeah. I'm ready for it. Um, it could have been called Drag Me to Hell. The only but, other thing that Microsoft really did is they reiterated Game Pass and all the games coming to it. Um they not just games coming out, but like they dropped a ton of games that day onto Game Pass. Yeah. Um like almost the entire Bethesda library is on Game Pass now. Why not? And I mean sure. all the Elder Scrolls and Dude, all the Fallout Arcs games. Arx Fatalis, the like the first arcane game, is on there. It's like what? Yeah. I can't even believe this is playable. Yeah, Game Pass PC has a lot going on right now. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and that's that's everything Xbox Bethesda. We covered all of it here. Um, oh, was that all? <laughs> that was all. That's all. Yeah, that's it. Uh, just it a was, couple things here. And yeah, there. It, it was um, just shy of an hour and a half long. Uh, so, I mean, that's an hour and a half long of basically everything coming to Game Pass, so that's awesome. That's true. All right, so we're going to take uh, a slight break from E3 stuff. We'll jump over and, uh, yeah, this is one that uh, I think you added kind of closer to us going live here. Uh, yeah. Austin. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure exactly when this news dropped, but they went ahead and uh, Bioware announced their new studio general manager who is going to take the place of Casey Hudson, whose uh, second tenure uh, was not very long. Um, 20 minutes. So yeah, after uh, Casey Hudson left, uh, Gary McKay stepped into the position. He joined Bioware in January of 2020. What a year. Um as a, the head of development operations. So just kind of like a process guy, I imagine. Um, which, you know, I guess the the most recent, uh, and uh, looking at all the examples of recent successful Bioware games, we have one and it's the Mass Effect trilogy, <laughs> which is the only game he's participated in. So- well, that's, a good, that's a good track record. Yeah. Um, you can't have so, bad things if you don't. in a thousand right now. Yep. So he is moving into the permanent, uh, you know, the studio general manager role after doing an interim for a little while. Um, but previously, just uh, on. yeah, he was he started out in EA in 1998. It was exciting to see the studio and company grow in the early days. I spent seven years in EA before moving on. Now you could say I've come full circle. And he was talking about uh, rare long timer when you spend over 20 years in the industry. There are a small handful of studios on your bucket list in, in terms of teams you want to work with. Bioware's at the top of my list. The studio is unique because it has an incredible history of building critically successful games and universes that are beloved by so many fans. So this is where, this is where it really gave me a lot of hope, and I really was, am digging what he was saying. For me, success is all about rebuilding that reputation and delivering on that promise of quality. Um, so they have some more. At the heart of the role, you're setting a vision for the business, then enabling the creative developers to do their best as we come together as a team, blah, blah, blah. The important shit really is down here at the bottom. We are laser focused on releasing the types of games Bioware has built a reputation on. High quality console, PC, and online RPG games with rich stories, unforgettable characters, vast worlds. We will continue to work on the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect, and this is a milestone year being the 10th anniversary with more to come from Star Wars The Old Republic. So, I can, I, I mean... 
We've now heard that both uh, Dragon Age and... So Dragon Age 4 and Mass Effect 5, or whatever they decide to call it, will both be single-player only. Um, Or, you know, they're they're single-player games. They may have a multiplayer component that gets added on, kind of like Mass Effect 3 or whatever. But the focus will be on um, single-player. That's not the focus, right. Right. That's... Although, a lot of people have been complaining that they want the Mass Effect multiplayer back for the, the Mass Effect uh, Remastered trilogy. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. That because, could happen. Like, I could see them adding it. Um, it's a good test, if nothing else. Well, if you look at, like, say, the achievement points for, the, for what they just released, it doesn't end on mm-hmm. even 3,000. It ends on, like, 2,000-something um, random hundred yeah, yeah. Uh, odd amount. So they add in multiplayer from three, it can even it out into uh, an even 3,000 gamer score points. And that's what kind of makes me think, it's like, oh, they'll probably release multiplayer later on. Yeah. They just wanted to get the main game out. And also, again, show their focus on the single player aspect. So, like, I mean, we, we talk about this a lot. Unfortunately, now, you know, Cyberpunk is in the same conversation. It is salvageable. They still have the reputation. They've shown now with the trilogy that they have these... They have this armada of fans that will go play a game again that they've already played a thousand times through just because it's a slight graphical update, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's savable. He seems to have the right attitude coming into it. So, you know, I, I'm really interested to see more of the coming stuff. Um, obviously, we won't know for probably... You know, the impact of him being in charge will not be felt for like four years. Right, so it's really hard to say, but uh, gives me hope at least. Sure, sure. Um, and next we had, uh, I don't know if it's expected. I I just assumed that they had, uh, like a copyright, um, yeah, and trademark on PSX, but Sony registered a new trademark for PSX, giving us uh, possible. PlayStation, PlayStation experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so traditionally um, in December, right? Yeah. So they they filed PSX in the United States, which is notable because the last PSX events were held in Southeast Asia, 2017 in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia, and in 2018 in Bangkok. Uh, so you know while while they are registering, it doesn't mean they're necessarily going to announce it. This could be getting ready for next year. This could be getting ready for. You know, three or four years down the line, it's just hard to say. It down. Yeah, uh, yeah, it could just be that somebody squatted on their website and they want it back, so they have to prove that they, you know, <laughs> who's to say? But right. uh, it could be something. Being that guy. I am the PSX squatter, and I am charging one quadrillion dollars. Let's see where we we'll we'll see where we settle after I talk to some lawyers. Yeah, I gotta talk to some peeps. You know what's oh. interesting on that? You have to negotiate in good faith. Like so, if you're uh, you know if you're squatting on somebody's website address, which I recommend that everybody does, it's free money. Um, <laughs> they like, uh, you know, they have to make the attempt to buy the thing back from you, basically. But you have to be able to make a fair deal. So if you're not negotiating in good faith, a lot of times you can work with internet providers and you know the the web uh, the web architecture stuff, and they will give you the thing back. If the person is like clearly just a troll or whatever, but if you can show that you're actually really trying to make a fair deal and it's like, hey, you know, I, I went and registered this and it cost me X amount of money, you know, it cost me a hundred dollars for the year of registration and I have to maintain all this blah blah blah, you can fairly charge maybe a couple thousand and they sort of have to pay you that. 
Right. So, just just putting that out there. Scamming doesn't hurt anybody. Victimless crime. <laughs> I have everybody's grandmother's phone number. I've been calling, trying to get social security numbers and shit, and she's giving it to me. So I'm just saying. He's a he's folks a real real bastard out here. This is called streets. this is what we call a pro gamer move. All right. Um, and you were saying that's where you were uh, planning on splitting off, right, Austin? Yep. Okay. Fair. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think we'll we'll cut up into two chunks of uh, various E uh, yeah, three news. Unfortunately, Xbox was just so massive. I mean, there it was more than bigger. I think we typically would see because they kind of know that they have the floor to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that and um, they knew that they had to and they had to do this year. Yeah, they had to do catch up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they had a lot of catching up to do. Um, I think that we still covered some good stuff, though. Um, For sure. Wrapping up with yeah. Sony after so much Xbox talk was was nice. Um, this week, since we have so much to cover, thanks to E3, it's it'll be right. good to split into a couple different episodes. So to everyone that's listening live, we'll be back soon. To everyone that's uh, listening to this recording, then check out the next one, which yeah, is going to cover a lot more B. stuff, like Square yeah. Enix and Nintendo, and sure. maybe some other mysteries. That I have to sit on for another week. God damn it. Aw, oh, jinkies. <sighs> Alright. But, as always, if you guys get the chance, head over to Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games and check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. We appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares. And follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know we go live do junk just like this. For Mammoth Games Inc., I'm one of your hosts, Jay. Nice warm. With me, as always, Filter Court. Austin. Hey. Uh, Johnny Riot. I don't have anything else to say. Haha, <laughs> take that. <laughs> and uh, Major Body himself, Brian. Have a good one, guys. Peace. <laughs>